Our UK correspondent is Farmer Tom Martin. He's a big social media influencer and there's lots happening in the UK farming space. But just before we do, Tom, you're a bit of a fanboy. In fact, you're a huge fanboy of our Prime Minister, Jacinda Ardern. And I said to you when I sent you a a direct message yesterday, you can follow Jacinda on the show today. But do you want the good news or the bad news, Tom? (laughs) Always the good news first. Well, she's on the show tomorrow is the good news, I guess. The bad news is you're following a guy by the name of Winston Peters, gnarly old politician uh, here in New Zealand who was born before the end of the Second World War and was named after you-know-who. Oh, he sounds like a champion, but uh, I'm, I'm sorry I'm sorry not to be um, doing, on the warm down for, for Jacinda. Well, let's segue from uh, our Queen, Jacinda, to yours, Queen Elizabeth II. Platinum Jubilee's been held since we last chatted, and originally I wasn't a fan of the Royals. I did see Trooping of the Colour or Trooping of Colour in 2003, and it kind of changed my mind, but I've always admired the Queen. I think her children are slightly odd, but the next generation, Harry aside, aren't too bad either. She is a wonderful human being, isn't she? She's utterly remarkable. I mean, she she really represents stability for for us here and I think uh, for people around the world. And it's just refreshing that she's not, um, you know, not chasing re-election or uh, or kind of courting public opinion. Uh, You know, she is our constant and our, uh, yeah, I guess our North Star in many ways. Well, she's a power removed or above politicians, and I know you're having. That's probably why you're a big fanboy of Jacinda. You're comparing it to poor old uh, bumbling Boris. How's he going? He's he's still bumbling. I mean, he's come out today responding to one of our celebrities, Jeremy Clarkson, to say that he's supporting British farmers and uh, making sure that we've got uh, all the labour we need and uh, helping us with uh, with uh, soaring prices. I mean, he's doing none of that, but. Um, but, you know, he's, he's certainly coming out and, 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 and continuing to bumble. Well, at least he's making the right noises about supporting agriculture because there's been a lot of social media activity here about Boris's comments supporting agriculture and then they're poking the borax at Jacinda saying, why doesn't our government do the same? Well, I'd take action over words any day, but there has been a, there's been a clarification by the government today who said, actually, we're going to focus on, um, on growing more of our own food and uh, encouraging people to eat better. Well, I think those are two things that certainly I and we have been uh, banging on about for, for some time. So that's, uh, that's, that's, that's a good noise. It's a good signal. Um, will the action follow? Tom, we'll Tom, we've got a protest ginger group of farmers here in New Zealand called Groundswell, and they're taking it to the government big time uh, at the moment. You also have a Groundswell in the UK, but it's like a gathering of farmers. Is this like the Glastonbury of farmers? It is. It's a kind of Glastonbury event or kind of Woodstock for farmers. We uh, we gather from across the the UK and uh, I suppose parts of northern Western Europe and uh, and we talk largely about regenerative farming, no-till farming and uh, and, and mob grazing. And uh, it's a, it's happening next week for uh, for a couple of days, Wednesday and Thursday. And I'm thoroughly thoroughly looking forward to it. Um, I've actually got a session which I'm running called Learn from My Mistakes, where I'm going to be sharing all the things that I've got wrong in the last few years as we've adopted regenerative farming on our farm and uh, uh, and I think it's going to be great fun to, to kind of laugh at ourselves but kind of learn from the mistakes that, that we've all made and, and kind of move forward together. How does regenerative farming work for a cropping system? I kind of understand how it works on a livestock grazing system but for crops, how do you survive with less fertiliser? Well you, you boost your soil fertility, I mean we've got five pillars which are reducing tillage um, uh, 
protecting your soil, incorporating livestock, uh, having um, uh, living roots in the ground at, at all times, so that's cover cropping, uh, and then having greater diversity, so having a, a, a wider rotation of, of more, more varied crops. So um, really all those things can serve to, to increase your soil fertility. One of the things we're doing here is we're sowing um, a white clover, which is a perennial, so it's got a constant crop that's in the ground, and then we plant our cereal crops into the top of that. Uh, they grow out the top, they, they suppress the white clover, and when, uh, uh, when, when we go through the combine harvester, left behind is the straw, uh, and the clover. And the clover, of course, is, is what takes nitrogen from the air, which is free, all above our heads, and puts it into the soil. So uh, that's certainly helping us to reduce artificial fertiliser, not a moment too soon, because prices have gone up fourfold, as I'm sure they have with you guys. Hey, uh, Farmer Tom Martin from the UK, thanks as always for your time on The Country. Great to chat. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure.